0: ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. Ha <laughs> ha. Well said. Hi, my friends. It's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. much or as fucking good. Social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here. And welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the youtube live sesh i opened it up to questions on dating relationships social dynamics anything in the world of human interaction so you guys can join those live sessions over on youtube basically every friday at 10 a.m australian central standard time for the time being anyway now if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every friday you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter the bowl sip Where every week i send out a free article on fridays that's actually taken me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist, or the Ui-Tang 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com, slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on Friday just check your promotions folder in Gmail or your spam folder in Outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing So if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to bulldozer.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your sensed energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at balldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well, then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at balldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails. Within 24 to 48 hours afterwards, I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. It's just, it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh, information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching the bowl inside is probably the best way to go which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency based on volume but basically, what Bowl Inside members get over once-off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number, and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends. Based on anything they need feedback on a situation they're dealing with, this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation? Want to send me that audio? I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings which basically means you get fast tracked. that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50 50 about it well you get that session you get your session times prioritized above everyone else and especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones it proves to be quite beneficial so if you are interested in diving into the bowl inside packages then you can just hit me up at bulldozer.com in the product section you find all the links there and actually the links to everything i've just spoken about guided meditation ebook all that bulldozer.com just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on boldojo.com, in the Boldojo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and all that will in the future. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into Social Q&A Live. yosha It's <laughs> bulldoge.com, Gogri <laughs> <laughs> de uh, gozaru,そして, <laughs> uh, irashiku oranishimasu, yappari, 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 kyo wa omoshide, chou omoshide, and tanoshimidesu, hope you guys are well. Hope you guys are doing well. I can't believe we went so long without doing the full intro. Welcome to How to Interact with Cold Women, social Q&A live, brought to you by boldojo.com. Uh, I'm counting on you guys. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great session. <laughs> That's everything that I just said. Oh, man. But it's always better when you say that seedy Japanese, uh, Asian old, old Asian girl. <laughs> so, you guys, say hello to me in the chat. Let me know that you're there. What country are you coming from as well? I think that's really cool when we see the different uh, locations, locales. I've got a very powerful uh, topic on today. On We've talked about how to interact with cold women. We will discuss just the general principles of whether you're out in the street, in a club, whatever, and you met with a cold woman. And uh, whether she's cold by nature or she's just cold with you, we'll definitely get into that and we'll just pin up this menu here. What else are we going to get into? We're going to get into an email that uh, I probably shouldn't use. No, I can use his first name that Axel sent me. An email that a guy from Canada sent me about a little town he's in that particularly women are very adverse to straight approaches and they're very cold off off the bat and they consider it very toxic. Uh, Or they just kind of lump guys in who are doing that with you know the shit that went down in Europe with the uh, BBC documentary, et cetera, Uh, seduction game or whatever it was called. So we're gonna tap on that email for the context, and of course, if you guys are minasanwa atarashi to the uh, social Q and A live, if you're new to it, then yeah, you just drop your questions in that chat box right there, and we'll get to open Q and A soon enough. We always go over preloaded question. And uh, if you'd like to use the super chat option, that gets your question bumped to the top when we do get to open Q&A. And that just goes back to supporting the channel, all those donations, helps to improve the uh, quality and everything. And I'm really glad to have you guys here. Hope you guys are doing well up in this world. Now let's say hi to some people in the chat. We've got Infinite Paradox up in here. Let me just get some water. Hang on. We've got Infinite Paradox up in here saying Hello couldn't mm, Mr. Paradox. Uh we got a Ado Skemo underscore up in here saying, How's it going, mate? Yep. <laughs> in capitals. Uh we it's good. I'm good, mate. Yep. I'm very good. I hope you're doing well, mate. Yep. Yeah, mate, yeah. Uh Kakashi Hatsuke is also up in here saying, Oh, let's get it. With a whole bunch of exclamation marks. I think you guys just responded to that hype intro. Yes, we got Salvador, Salvador Loaiza, 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 Deza, Loaiza Deza from Peru. All the way from Peru. That's awesome. Great, great to have you here, Mr. Sal, Mr. Salvador. You remind me of Chef Gispacho, who was here in last week's session. We also got St. Louis uh, coming up in here, who I've not seen in a long time, saying, uh, when I'm with cold girls, I wear a warm jumper. Always works for me, mate. Uh, peace sign. It's, that's like a. That is on the level of corniness that rivals Team Rocket from Pokemon. You've got to do better than that, Louis. Okay, so let's get into this. Uh, we've got the preloaded email. Also, if you guys just drop it into the chat right now, into this live session on how to interact with cold women, uh, please hit the thumbs up. Helps get the live stream sent out to the rest of the community. Let YouTube know that you guys are feeling it. And uh, that's always most appreciated. So make sure you've done that. Now, let's, uh, let's get into this email. Email all the way from Canada. Oh yeah. Mm, yes. Mm. uh Uh, where is it? Here he is. Axel. I won't say his last name. But uh, I think his first name's fine here because there's nothing too private about it. So Axel sent me an email about a week and a bit ago saying, Hey man, hope you're doing great with the pandemic and all. Love the videos, huge fan. which I lived in Australia to take one of your boot camps. I just saw your video titled The end of endgame. I think he means the end of day game. And really resonated with my situation. I live in Victoria, BC, Canada. And it's a small 300,000 person town. I saw your videos on small town game. And it has worked to a certain degree. But the main issue I have is that. Here. Most girls get offended when you approach them. Interesting use of commas there, Axel. (laughs) The main issue I have is that comma, here, comma, most girls get offended when you approach them because they see you almost like someone who wants to assault them. Girls here are known to be extremely liberal and they tend to see guys that approach girls just to have those, just to have those meaningful interactions as toxic and Rapey. It's insane, man. And my mates and I have a really hard time dealing with girls. They get offended left and right just because you, as a guy, want to interact with them if you don't know them. I know Australia is similar to here, so I was just wondering: how do you usually, with situations like this, how do you? I think he means: how do you deal with these situations? Cheers, man! With the double exclamation marks. Okay, actually, I get the idea that English is not your first language, but thank you very much for the uh, for the question. So let's. There's a couple things in there actually. There's more to it than I thought there was. So there is both dealing with girls that see guys, just all guys in general that approach them on the street. I'm assuming he he did say straight here, I believe. Did he say straight? I don't know. Most girls get offended when, offended when you approach them. So he didn't actually say straight, but I'm assuming I'm assuming he's saying. Street, uh, day, M street. I just, I think because he's, he sent me some emails before, I'm pretty sure uh, he's talking about in the day. I mean, I can't imagine that many girls getting offended if you approach them at night. You know, that's why you go out at night. So, I can't. so yeah, we're going to deal with that. I'm just looking through some of the p- previous email threads. We're going to go with that. We're going to say that he means in the day. And actually, since he said he wanted to take one of my boot camps, I'm definitely assuming that now. So, we can deal with that, what that's like. And he thinks that Australia is similar. So I guess I'll just clear up one thing of confusion here off the bat, which is that Australia, every city is very different in its... And I think most uh, cities in around the world are very much like this, even within their own countries, that every city is a little bit different. Every city has its own vibe. Uh, Byron Bay in northern Queensland doesn't have the same energy as Adelaide, nor does it have the same energy as Melbourne, nor does it have the same energy as Perth or Sydney. And the social climate is very different in every city as well. Melbourne particularly is the leftist city of Australia. Melbourne is the city where, uh, this actually reminds me of a question many, many social Q and A's ago by a guy called Ray Singh. Now he hasn't been up in this chat in a long time. Some of you OGs may remember Ray. He used to, um, he's from New Zealand. He used to be in these live chats pre the end of day game video that I put out question mark. Um, he used to be in every live chat, but ever since I put out that video, he doesn't show up anymore live. I'm not sure if that's because uh, he gave up on the journey or if he just can't make it on Mondays. I'm not sure what it is, but anyways, he once sent me a question saying, Adam, I saw the article on guys approaching girls in Melbourne Central, and apparently there's a whole article written on it. I consequently went and searched for that article on guys approaching girls in Melbourne Central and, you know, causing a big kind of issue and big balls up about it. There was no article about it, not about that specific uh, location. There's definitely articles written about uh, guys going out to meet girls in Melbourne, aka PUAs, as they like to refer to it as. So anyways, what all I'm trying to say here is that uh, what I said to Ray, he asked me if, if day game is burned now because of this this stigma around uh, PUAs and red pill and, uh, you know, with the whole Me Too feminist movement, et cetera, is a a burn now in Melbourne. And what I said to him, Axel, was that no matter the – hold on, pause that, I almost went to to the end point. What I said to him first off was that It is burned, yes, if you don't know what you're doing. And actually, that's the larger point of what I was saying in the end of day game question mark video in general, which is that because of the BBC documentary, and that's not what he, was, what he was referring to, but because of the stigma around cold approach in general, as a result of guys with very poor skill sets and poor instructors who are teaching people poorly and are not those guys aren't being respectful, they're not being direct, congruent, authentic. And because of all these things, you know, they're leaving women with a bad taste in their mouth. I wouldn't want to be approached by some of these guys. If I was a girl, if I had a daughter, if I had a sister, the way that I see some guys in Melbourne, and I don't know about your little wherever you said you were from in uh, uh, in Canada, that whatever that 300,000 300, person town, you know, there's there's always going to be a small portion of guys or selection of guys that just don't know what the hell they're doing, or they know what they're doing and they know that it's not right, but they're doing it anyway. Which means that you know they have they're being disrespectful. Right? And they leave bad taste in people's mouth. And if I was a girl, I wouldn't be, wouldn't want to be approached by one of those guys. So it makes sense. There is a reason for it. There is a reason for why Cold Approach is getting worse and worse of a stigma, particularly in the day. Particularly in the day as a result of that BBC documentary. Uh, but so getting back to the point, what I said to Ray about Melbourne Central being burnt or Melbourne in general being burnt for day game was that, yes, it is burned if you don't know what you're doing. If you can't be respectful, direct, congruent, and authentic. And let me just because I say it like that because I understand most of my OGs should know what it means to be direct, congruent, and authentic. But I understand that a lot of you are very new to this. I even just got a message from a guy on Instagram just this weekend, this past weekend, uh, saying that he just happened, he just came across. He just came across the first two videos. So I, I think it's a good time to rehash this. And this is a good time because for those of you that are new, atarashi, to the social kuna labu, I would like, we do class. Like I want to have back and forth of you guys. This is not just a, a, uh, a rub and tug sesh where you're going to sit there in your bedroom and just get the old rub and tug out. I want you guys to, uh, to be engaged. I want you to be engaged. I want you to drop responses. I want to hit you guys with the first quiz question here. Uh, pop quiz Monday morning. That's such an American thing. What do we call it in Australia? You know, for those of you that aren't from Australia, your version of pop quizzes, we call them mentals. How's that for a name? How, how many of you guys remember that? If you're from Australia, mental, the mental quiz. That's our version of pop quizzes. You have a Monday mental. Anyways, so here's the question. I want to see how many of you in the chat know what it means to be direct, congruent and authentic, and you're not going to go on my channel and just search up uh, that video. I want to hear from those of you in the chat, what does it mean to be DCA? What do those things actually mean? This is actually a really good point to go on because this is actually how we segue into how to interact with cold women because we definitely need to isolate, is she cold by nature or is she just cold to us? And if you don't know how to be direct, congruent, authentic at ECA, then you are going to get a very large skew of interactions with women cold that are just cold to you because you're being indirect, disrespectful, incongruent, and inauthentic. So we need to get this out. So I want to hit you guys. This is the first question up in this uh, social Q&A live. I want to see what you guys think, what your understanding of, and it doesn't have to be long. You don't have to give me an essay. I know it's an entire philosophy. I know I can do entire seminars on it. Just give me your idea of what it means to be Direct, good Authentic. I want to see if any of you actually switched on. And I'll go, I'm going to dive back up in the chat here as well and see where people are dropping a few little things. So uh, Salvador came in saying, LOL, happy to be here. Good to have you here. Good to have you here, son. Uh, Kagashi Hatsuke comes up with a lol. New Nguyen's up in here saying, a lesson from last week, fam. Stay detached from the outcome and keep on keeping on, wing face. Also, ojumashimasu, could. <laughs> Glad I could make it this week. So, ojumashimasu. That means, uh, please excuse the intrusion. Very literally it means please excuse the intrusion, but you'd use it to walk into someone's house, to walk in on a meeting room with someone, to walk into your classroom. I uh, said and you maybe weren't supposed to be there. Oh Jimashmas I always say it like that little uh <laughs> like that little dweeb though. You always say oh <laughs> Or well, you could just say it in the samurai voice. Anyway, uh good to have you here, Jay. And actually Johnny just dropped the first super chat of a two dollars saying uni game during covid. Question mark? AKA, no parties slash events. Still remember the old BDP, but asking for updated tips, ha ha. Okay, Jay, thank you very much. So what Jay's done there with his super chat is that when we do get to open Q&A, we will hit his question on uni game first, as in how to meet women at uni. Uh, Jay, you're saying no parties slash events. So are you inferring what should I be doing? What should I be inviting girls out to? Is that... Give me some specifics behind your question because with a super chat, I like to dive deeper. We'll save that for now, but please drop some, uh, or maybe just when we get to open Q and A, give me some more specifics. Think about them now because I want you focused on the question that I gave you guys just then. So, oh, Mister Eduskamot has come in saying, "Direct of your intent, congruent, which is not swaying your frame, and authentic, being completely you." Dan Loading One then comes in saying. Testing us early this go-around. Approaching man to woman, saying what you feel, being yourself, not a persona. Johnny Nguyen then comes in saying, Two concepts to master that I've found also really helpful with DCA are presence and discipline. Okay, so that's not answering the question, but I definitely agree. So, we got our first two answers from Adesquamon and Dian Ludigwad, who, they're both, you both are very switched on, actually. Eric. Eric. Eric, you haven't changed your bloody username or your, or your profile picture. This is very disappointing. Um, I'm just realizing that, guys, I am part Asian, so my eyesight is not of the highest caliber. So I just <laughs> zoom in on this shit. Uh, we better be recording as well. Yeah, we are. Good. Okay, okay, okay. So, to my question, I just wanted to see because we often, you know, I often breeze through direct, congruent, authentic. And when I say DC, I just say that. I say you need to be a direct, congruent, authentic man. Some people, if you're very new to it or you're not very switched on, you might just think that, oh, it's just something he's saying. Now that's an entire philosophy and it goes very deep and I I will deliver two to five hour seminars on each principle of that uh, for sure. But we don't need to go into that today. I just think for those of you who are new who don't really understand what it means when I say you need to be direct, congruent, authentic, Ado Skimo, Mr. Skimo, aka Ski, has come in saying, Direct of your intent, congruent and congruent, which is not swaying your frame and authentic being completely you. So he's actually hit the three principles there. He's just said them in a different way that I normally would, but bang on ski, you've nailed it. Uh, DM one, when he said approaching man to woman. So that's intent, that's being direct with your intent. Fantastic. Nailed it. Uh, saying what you feel, which I believe is what he's chalking up congruence to be, which is again, yes, definitely part of the principle. And then being yourself, not a persona, to the authenticity. Again, great with the principles. So they've just given you an amalgamation or their spin on it. I'll just lightly tie you up, but well done, boys. Well done. You both uh, are on the money. So, uh, and actually, I've just seen another one come in. Kakashi Hatake. Hatake Hatake-san has come in saying direct, no bullshit, straight to the point. Bang. Uh, The girl knows why I went up to it. Bang. Uh, Congruent, being comfortable with my current state. Not doing anything I wouldn't normally do. Yeah, yeah, that's all part of the external. Good. And then authentic. Being my true self on the internal. Good. So, yes, Kakashi's also nailed it. So, the principles behind this, we've direct to just uh, bring it to a tie-up here so we can keep moving on of how to interact with cold women. Not getting lost in the fire here. That The reason why we're going through this is that this is how we discern, is she cold by nature or is she cold with us? And that's how we will discern that. So... Direct is all about intent. When I say direct, and and authentic, intent. That when, if you're in this guy's scenario and you're going up to a woman on the street, that you don't go up there asking her opinion on seedless watermelons. You don't go up there with, with straight watermelon tactics. You know, we save that for the night. We save that when we're fucking around. But when we are when we're faced with an extremely attractive woman that's lighting us up and we feel that drive within us to create a new, a spark, an interaction in this life that is fleeting. Absolutely fleeting. That window is closing. That we don't want to be confused. We don't want to confuse the situation. We don't want her to believe or have the understanding that oh, we're a salesman trying to sell us something, sell us something. That we're trying to, uh, that we're just trying to ask for directions and we're just a lost traveler. No, we we know why why we're here, right? I'm telling you that this is how I got here. I was with my mates. I was walking down the street. I was fucking diddling, twiddling my thumbs, and I saw you. And then now this is why, and it is, this is why, because it's an immediate qualifier of the bat because it lets the woman know, I'm either in or I'm out. It, it brings up all of the potential red flags, uh, logs in this waterfall that could strop, stop the stream right off the get. So we don't get 20 minutes into an interaction because we started off by asking her opinion on seedless watermelons. And then all of a sudden find out that she has a boyfriend. If you successfully convey direct intent off the bat, then a woman will know off the right from that moment. I better tell him I have a boyfriend, I have a fiance, I have a husband, because this is a sexually dangerous situation in a good way. This has got sexual potential. Now, I don't mean that in a rapey or toxic way. I mean that in a good way. That, oh, this guy's telling me exactly why he's here. So I better get all the fuck in or back all the way fuck out. And that's what's so good about it because it just it's very time efficient but it's also far more harmonizing within you. And when I first started and I I was lost because I was getting led by the lost and they were getting me to do, the local guys in the Adelaide community were getting me to go up with the seedless watermelon bullshit tactics, straight watermelon tactics. And it just, it feels so rubbish. You feel rubbish when you walk up to a woman that you're attracted to and you don't convey direct intent. So anyways, like I said, I'll go on seminars on this. That's not the point of today's session, but that's what direct intent direct is all about. That we feel it. And then we say it and we don't mince anything about it. Just, you just put your intent straight up. That's all it is. Okay. Now moving on to congruent as the boys have hit in the chat. Very good. Congruence is looked at in a, in this, in my framing of an external manifestation in which that I do not change who I am because of the person in front of me. I do as I would do that, whether it's an absolute, what I perceive to be an absolute 10, whether it's the queen of England, whether it's my boss, whether it's my family, I act with them the same way I act with them. The way that I act with the absolute 10 is the way that I act with my mom. The way that I act with my mom is the way that I act with my clients. That I'm always going to be integral. I'm always going to say what I mean. I'm always going to be direct. And so they all kind of actually feed into each other. But congruence is about your external behavior. That you don't change who you are because of the person in front of you. A.K.A. the sushi man. That you're not the sushi on the conveyor belt. You're the man sitting on the stool. Uh, You don't chop and change based on who's in front of you. No, you are congruent. Then finally, moving on to authentic. Just the reverse now. Internal, internal measure. What does it mean to be authentic? At least in the DCA. Uh, It's an internal measure now, which that we do what what we feel is right. We do what we feel is right at all times, which regardless of the potential outcome, you know, if we know that, Right now, it doesn't feel right to kiss the girl. Well, I'm not going to kiss the girl because if she's showing me high level signs of nervousness, a little bit of timid timidity. I'm pretty sure it's not a word, but she's timid. Uh, if if I know right now that actually, uh for me, for me right now to progress into more sexually deep uh, space with this woman, and I'm just not feeling it, or if so, basically you could see here that but things could get in the way. But what if my mate said that the cool thing to do is to have sex with the girl on the first night? But I'm actually for me, it's not even about her. But for me, I'm feeling way too nervous about this. Well, if you're authentic to yourself, you would make a decision that you know is right. You don't change your internal, and it's an internal compass. That's what authenticity is. It's your internal compass that guides you and directs you in all these situations. So to wrap it up, direct is intent, congruent, external behavior, authenticity, internal compass, decision-making, what is right. So now that we get that, now to bring that into context, why do we go through this? Because when Axel asked me about How do I deal with women that are just perceiving you as these, you know, slime bags, toxic, rapey, PUA, red pill guys off the bat? The way that you deal with them is through DCA. It's very simple, in which that, I'm going to give you guys a fantastic story right here. It's the most recent one. The last time I was out recording uh, infield footage that has never been posted online and. Won't be, but wasn't even back then. This was back in November, and uh, but it was purely for my clients, instructional educational purposes for my clients. There was a situation in Melbourne. Situation, it's quite a situation actually, in which that it was a Sunday. I just coached boot camp, I believe. Yes, I just finished coaching boot camp, and it was a Sunday. because yeah, that's Friday, Saturday. So, so it was Sunday, eleven a.m. or something. I got my boy Roy to come out and say, hey man, can you just, uh, can you just uh, help me with a recording session? It was terrible weather, absolutely terrible. It was just pouring rain on and off, uh, really cold as well. That doesn't affect me. I lighted it up. So, very first interaction of the day, beautiful Latina girl going on a walking instant date, uh, which then transitions just to a regular instant date, uh, where we just parked up against the wall, had a great bit of chat back and forward. Uh, eventually, past that, she was actually very strange in which that she refused Adamantly refused to exchange details. Yet we had spent probably a good fifteen and twenty minutes together, and uh, so she refused to exchange details. But she wanted, she wanted to take, she wanted me to add her on Instagram. I think that's what it was. She was just like, "Oh, you can add me on Instagram. Add me on Instagram." Even though we had such a strong connection, uh, but she's just one of those girls. There, every now and again, every now and again, you meet a girl that for some reason has such a hangup about direct exchange comms. Uh, but I don't put up with that. You know, I'm not going to bend to that if she's... Because you got to imagine from an abundance mentality, what is this going to look like when we actually get out on a date? Because that's what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is that, listen, if you're not comfortable to exchange your phone number with me, this is not going to go very well when we get on a date. So I give her time to get comfortable. Of course, we use looping uh, to get comfortable, give her more time to get comfortable with the idea of us being together. Still, after a good bit of time, and this is the first interaction of the day, just standing there on the wall, uh, she just still will not exchange details with me. And so even though we've had a lovely time together, I say, well, listen, I wish you the absolute best, but I'm going gonna, gonna to move on. I don't, I'm not going to play this game of, you know, adding you on Instagram. If you're not comfortable right now, I totally understand. I'm going to keep moving on and I wish you the best. And she's like, okay, okay. She's Latino. And then so we left it there. Boom. So I walk on from her. I have a couple very short interactions, interactions that are over and over and done within 10 seconds or so. You know, they're either logistically, emotionally, or romantically unavailable. It's just the typical, you know, you go through Europe and you stop them, but then they're just like, oh, you know, thanks so much, but I've got to get going. And they literally got to get going. They keep walking. No need to persist. A couple of those get done. Now, this is the interaction I want to get into. So this is the third interaction of the day. But by the way, it's taken me from the top of Melbourne to get to the bottom of Melbourne to get these four interactions. That's how gloomy, dark and gloomy it is. There's barely any women out uh, of particular interest. So, this uh, absolute teed, as some of you may remember this story. Uh, I've told this story, and not only have I told this story before, I've actually done an entire article on it in the bowl sip, and I put a frame of it in the bowl sip, but I have never posted the actual interaction. So, I'm walking down close to Flinders Street Station, walking past the Sushi Hub on Elizabeth Street, and this absolute teed, and for those of you who don't know what a teed is, extremely hot Asian girl. There's a long backstory. Uh, anyways, absolutely, teed walks by. I scoot back around. I stop her just in front of Sushi Hub. From the moment I see her, and this is the point of the story, she looks at me like I am the devil. I heard the look in her eyes was just like the scowl, the frowniest scowl. She looks like she's in the worst mood of her life, and and I go up with my normal light, and that doesn't really affect me. Uh, and I just you know give her the usual. You know, I saw you. I thought you looked beautiful. In that time and I had to come say hey right and she goes right off the bat she doesn't even say like thank you or anything which most girls do you know she goes is this a pickup are you are you one of those pickup artists are you a pua and she's like really abrasive Brrr, abrasive about it very very she was toxic in her energy about it like not nice at all and and but and so a lot of I just Hold on, there's so many lessons that come in from it. So how did I respond? I respond to her DCA, all right? In which that, I don't change why I came up to her. I don't I don't lie about why I'm there. Now, she asked me a question, am I a pickup artist or am I, is this a pickup? I say to her exactly what it is. I say, well, listen, this is what it is. I saw you walking by and I thought you looked beautiful and I had to say, hey. So I said, I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't refer to this as a pickup. It's so I saw a woman and I had to say, hey. And- Now, that's me just reframing it for you guys, but it came out as one sentence to her, but very firm, very direct, very congruent, very authentic. I wasn't backing down, but I'm also not going to accept this label as a pickup artist because that's not what I'm doing because I'm not here trying to run her like an algorithmic machine. No, I felt her in the moment. I had to come say hey. Now, when she received that, she was lost for words. She she didn't really know how to respond. She was like, oh, uh, okay, okay you know, and she was kind of like system error in her mind. There was a, uh, an EMP got unleashed on her mind. It went electric, electronic magnetic pulse. It was that her system got fried, her, her circuitry got fried and she didn't really know how to respond because, and this is, this is the thing, my friend is that she's been on the back end of a good deal of rubbish social dynamics for a girl to be that guarded off the, for her to say to a guy off the get, is this a picker? Are you a pu?" And like really aggressive about it. Like not, not like in like a kind of joking way, but she's really aggressive about it. For her to be that way with me, that is a result of her past experiences, particularly in Melbourne. Particularly in Melbourne, where there are a lot of guys who don't know what they're doing. In which that they would leave a woman, because this is the thing about, this is the thing about going out in the day. When you go out in the day, it is a beautiful experience for both parties when you know what to do. When you meet a woman in the day, you're direct, congruent, authentic with her. Both parties are left feeling better, even if it only lasted 10 seconds. I mentioned those two interactions before meeting this woman and how they only ended in 10 seconds. Now you don't get don't get the wrong idea about that. They all left with smiles. They always leave with a smile. I make sure that every interaction ends on a smile, no matter what happens. And I will finish this interaction with this woman as well. But this is just a really important point that if you're going out right in the day and you know that you're doing it right, it's because people leave with a smile. I was having a soak session uh, this past weekend at Roy's place and I was was there with Jordan, original bowl members. And I was telling them about one of my first ever instant dates in which that a girl broke down in tears. She broke down in tears off the open. Uh, Her name was Maddie, shout out to her. still got her on my phone, it's Maddie Maddie Baseball. She was on her way to baseball. And just when I went up to her, she's this beautiful redhead. This is when I was back in the day, 19 years old. And I went up to her and I was shit scared, nervous. This is when I'm just kind of getting my legs together, learning this thing about meeting people cold and random. But I said, you know, I squeaked it out. You know, I thought you looked really nice. I had to say, hey. And and so, and I know, I know how poor I was at that time, but I was being direct. I was being congruent. I was being authentic with her. No rubbish, no bullshit, not trying to take from her, just given. And she literally breaks down in tears off the get. Just, just. She's just like, oh my god! It's like this is the nicest thing anyone's ever ever done to me, ever said to me. And she's like, "Has she needs a minute?" And I didn't know what the hell to do. I was like, "Do I hug you? Do I, do I just twiddle my thumbs here? Do I become Mister Thumb Twiddler? What am I supposed to do here?" I'm just gonna stand. And so she takes a good minute just to get the tears out of her eyes. You know, it's like choking. You know, choked up type of thing. And we have a great interaction. We I walk her around to her bus stop and it was a great interaction. I ended the session there. I shouldn't have, but I was, I was so high on it that I just, I bust back and when Matt was still alive, called a soak session immediately. Matt, soak session, Roy's, let's go. We break this shit down. And so that's what I'm talking about that when you're actually giving light, when you're not out there to treat women as if they're... Uh, deliveries, you know, packages that you're just trying to scan your Australia Post, just beep, there you go, and that's it, sign it up and unpack. But no, they're a human being alive in front of you, and you can actually convey that to them. It's so rare that you would ever leave someone with a sour taste in their mouth unless you were just so uncalibrated with the way that you stopped them, and so they never had a chance. You know, I say that, which is why when I'm coaching clients, the first thing I teach them is how to stop someone respectfully because you you got you to have that. That's the first pillar. If you don't know how to stop someone respectfully, you can be the most well-intending person in the world, but they're always going to perceive you as being uh, abrasive and offensive if you don't know how to stop them right. So that's definitely a possibility. But anyways, getting back here. So for this teed to be so, so salty, so burnt, just ash, just dark as ash in her energy about what was about to happen. That means that she's been on the back end of some horrific social dynamics. So this had to be, because you see what I'm saying for her to have that perception of someone coming up to her in the day. I can only imagine what type of interactions she had to have for, from guys in the day to, to give her that impression of what was about to happen. It's like, that's going to be really bad. She just had to have had some really bad, some really poor interactions uh, from guys' perspectives for that to be the case, especially, and, you know, it'd be different if I was just a beginner, right? If, if I was just a beginner and I didn't have the perspective, I've been doing, at that stage, I've been doing that shit for eight to nine years. I've seen I've thousands of interactions, coaching clients around the world in different cities. I know how these interactions go when you do it right. I know what the responses are, whether you're a girl in Melbourne You either go in Adelaide, go in Sydney, go in Miami, go in Los Angeles, go in New York, go in Toronto, go in London, any of those cities. I've coached in all of those cities. I know the interactions and I know how they should go, which is that smiles, laughs, love, even if it only ends in 10 seconds. Even if they're cold off the bat, especially in Europe, you get a lot of those icy Europeans, right? And actually Australian girls can be just as icy as well. Uh, it, it just, it's either, they get melted down. They get melted down once they realize that, oh, this guy's real. This guy's for real. So I want to finish up the story with the teed here. I want get the story with the teed. <laughs> the teed. <laughs> it's because I've been saying Roy too much lately. Uh, so I said to her, I, when I gave her my direct an authentic stand that, listen, I wouldn't call it a pickup or I'm not going to call myself a PUA. I saw you walking by and I thought you were beautiful. So I had to say, hey. And then she got system jammed. She got EMP'd. And oh okay. And then to try and save face, because she realized how much of a bitch she was being, quite frankly, just being an absolute bitch. And she realized how rude she had been to me off the get. To save face, she goes, oh, well, just so you know, I, I do have a boyfriend. I do have a boyfriend. And I'm like, hey, listen. And she's like really like rushed and very like, you can tell she was caged, cagey. She's very cagey. She realized she made a huge mistake. And I'm like, listen. And as one of my meditations I had last week, steady the ship, and this is the principle I teach clients, steady the ship, which is just because a woman is getting cagey, just because she's getting aggressive, just because she's getting rushed, just because she's nervous, just because she uh, is of less than positive energy, that shouldn't affect you at all. That's her 50. That shouldn't affect your 50 at all. I mean, it's going to incorporate into how you perceive her, your empathy for her for sure, but it's not going to change you. It shouldn't rock your boat. You shouldn't start taking on water just because a woman gets cagey with you. So, steady the ship. Uh, I love watching this interaction back uh, because it was recorded and you just see me go, hey, listen, it's okay. It's all right. All I wanted to say was that I thought you were beautiful and I had to say hey. So, I wish you a great life. Boom! You hit her with that final tag on. Not only with the fact that this is pure in its intent, that I was just a guy and you were just a girl and I just had to go act upon that. It's one life, it's very short. So I'm not going to waste that opportunity. But also that regardless of, I didn't need anything from you. I didn't need anything from you. And the reason why I want to go big into this story for Axel, who's living up in Canada, is you can see all the principles being painted out in this one story. If you can genuinely say to a woman who's telling you, but I have a boyfriend, just so you know I have a boyfriend. But you go, well, that's okay because this was my intent, but I wish you a great life anyway. Like I wanted you to have a good life anyway. And what does this speak to? My friends in the live chat, here's another question for you. What does this speak to? Why is that so powerful to hit a woman with at the end of that steadying of the ship, but I just wanted to wish you a great life as well? What, why is that so important? Why is that so important? That's a very good question. For those of you that are long-time followers, you know, that's just well, that's just Adam. That's just Adam. Don't put that in the chat box. Don't put that in the chat box like, well, that's just you, Adam, <laughs> right? Because we see you got an entire video on it called How to Develop Empathy of Absolute Strangers. We just go up for an entire video just telling people that you wish them a great life. Yeah, it is just me because that's my way of being, but there's a reason why I do it. It's not. It's not a line. It's not something that I've just got like, in the back of my, on the back of my hand, trying to read on the back of my, on the front of my palm going, okay, tell her that she's are going to let you, it's not that, why is that important? That with a girl who was so burnt, so salty, so, so adverse to the situation, that I ended it with, and I also wish you a great life, even when she was so cagey about it, she'd been so rude, so disrespectful, forget, why is that important? Put that in the chat. We've got a lot of chat up in this chat. So I want to address you guys in the chat here. I just want to say here that if you guys are enjoying this session, this sesh, go ahead and drop a thumbs up on this uh, video and uh, show some love. It would be most appreciated. Helps the video get sent out. All that algorithmic shit. So here we go. Uh, DNL loading one had come in. <laughs> Eric had come in saying, lol, life happened. Uh, Kakashi Hatage saying direct. Oh, you know, we did get to that. We did go through those. Infinite Paradox had come in saying being fine with yourself and knowing yourself. Uh, present and no BS. Hold on, hold on. the chat. Uh, present and no BS when interacting with whomever it is. So, Infinite was just getting on the direct and grew and authentic. Yeah, nailed that. Very well done, Paradox. Ski, Mr. Skimo had come in with two watermelons, referencing the straight watermelon tactics. Yes, sir. For those of you that want to know about straight watermelon tactics, drop it in the drop it in the chat box. it's a fun game to play at night. Uh, at night only, not in the day. at night only. If you want to know about straight watermelon tactics, the game, which is uh, just a fun game that I made up a long time ago with Jordan um, just drop it in the chat box I can explain it in open QA later. <laughs> Mr. Hotake, come in saying Tokyo drift all right someone knows where the teeds come from good. Good, Mr. Artike. That's where that's where the teeds come from. Good. Uh Daniel MX has come in saying Coom. I don't know what that means. Trim FTW says, is there a pod on stopping people? <coughs> no, not probably, probably not one specifically. But oh actually, in the last QA. It's either in the last QA or is the one before. No, no, not last week's QA. The week before. In, at the end of the Q&A, someone asked me how to open, and I went through how to open. So not it's not this previous, but you, all you have to do, guys, is just go into the description of each social Q&A. There's timestamps, and I know specifically for this one, I put the timestamp in for how to open. It's not the last Q&A. It's the one before that, but I've talked about it till the cows come home. So uh, there is not a photo on it, but there is definitely an answer to it in the Q&As. Uh, Johnny Nguyen comes in saying abundance. So now we're getting some answers to why it's important to say to a girl, to say to that woman specifically, who is so salty that I also just wish you a great life. So Johnny Nguyen came in saying abundance, superpower and unwavering, true and true and true, true and true and true, but not hitting the exact reason for it. All the things he's saying are correct, but not the specific reason. Um, St. Louis then come in saying you're good by yourself don't need her or anyone else very true absolutely yeah that's even closer from the tactical point standpoint that just because you tell me you have a boyfriend they're like that's okay I still wish you a good life anyway very good that's 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 tactically there's a slight that's a more micro reason there's definitely a more macro though I want to see if any of you any of you hit it but St. Louis hit it hit the nail on the head for the micro Dan Luding, uh, Mr. Eric, had come in saying, Abundance and ending on a high note. Correct and correct. Again, still not very not specific point, very close to Johnny though, but still correct. Uh, Johnny then also come in saying, Also, it automatically elevates you in the eyes of the human soul in front of you. Whoa, now we're getting close. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now we're getting close up in here. That's, that's a lot closer to the macro of what I'm talking about. I'm not sure about elevates, the elevating part. That might just be uh, that's just your framing of it, but the part of the human soul in front of you is much closer, Jay. So, but I I like where you're going with that. Kakashi then comes in saying, shows outcome independence, and because it's important to leave the interaction in a positive light no matter what happens. Correct and correct. Nailed it. Uh, I'm still looking for one particular, there's there's one particular way of thinking I'm, I want to see if any of you hit uh trim ftw then comes in saying it reflects on your mindset and leaves on a high note i love that all of you guys are dropping in on the high notes you're all right on this none of you are incorrect you're all correct there's just a slightly more specific answer slightly more correct uh saint louis then comes in saying leaving her with goodness good vibes should have better views next time here we go yes very well done, Louis. You're very switched on this morning, except for your extremely courty pun, uh, courty joke at the at the beginning. <laughs> uh, so here we go. I say, Louis, hit it. I'll just get the rest of you. But say, Louis nailed it. What I was looking for there. Uh, Dean, uh, Mr. Eric, then saying, and then it's congruent to who you are in your 50. Very true. Ah, T's up in here. Yo, sorry I'm late. Uh, T, you and Ski are swapping positions. Actually, Ski slept in last week. He missed it entirely, but T was late on this session. I wonder if Luis is going to be in here soon as well. He always comes late. Uh, BM Racer, BM Racer, BM3 Racer comes in saying, hello from Istanbul, Turkey. Ah, Mr. Turkey. <laughs> Mr. Turkey, welcome. Hope you're well. Uh, Paradox comes in saying, it's human, person to person. You are simply interested in her and no attachment to the outcome. Nailed it. Fantastic. Well said. Jay Patel comes in saying, yo, man, I recently moved into college. Okay, he's got a so he's got a question that will come later. In Q&A, when we do open Q&A, not quite relevant to where we are now, Jay, but thank you for dropping it. Uh, We've got a super chat that will come first, but then Jay will be after that. His question will be second if there aren't any other super chats. Okay, so let's wrap it up here. What I was looking for was what St. Louis came in with. So you're all on the money. You're all great. None of you are wrong. It's just that when St. Louis said, you're good by yourself. That's not the one. Leaving her with goodness, good vibes. She'll have better views next time. That's what I was looking for. So when I said to uh, this teed that when she goes, well, you know, she's trying to save face. She realized she made a big mistake. She'd been very rude. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I do have a boyfriend as well. I do have a boyfriend as well. And listen, that's me being very generous. That's me giving her the benefit of the doubt. Honestly, there's definitely a part of you that might think, oh, is she just trying to say that because she's trying to throw fire back at you, trying to break you down again. She realized her first test didn't work. You fucking nailed that out of the park maybe she's just trying to throw another test to see if you'll break on this one. That's a more pessimistic view. There's probably some truth to that. I'd like to take the benefit of the doubt in which I feel like she was just trying to save face. I have this interaction on my hard drives. I can watch it again and again. And after having done so, I try and give her the benefit of the doubt in which I feel like she, was, she realized she made a huge mistake and she was just trying to save face by saying, oh, but just so you know, I do have a boyfriend, right? And then so when I say, hey, that's okay. And we interact with the, and execute the principle of steady the ship. It's okay. You know, I just thought you were beautiful. And I wanted to wish you a great life anyway. When that was registered, that was, that was a TKO. That wasn't even a TKO, it was a KO. It was a KO. In which that, if before she got EMP'd by me saying, being with that direct and good authentic off the bat, this is another level above that. This is now this guy in her perception going out of his way to ensure that there is 0% confusion about what's happening on the micro, which is what you guys have nailed. You guys in the chat that have all said outcome independence, that have all said that you don't need her, that you're good on your own anyway, that all of these micro tactics. So that's, that's part one of what's happening in the moment when I say to her, you know, I just want to wish you a great life anyway. That's the micro tactics. I was waiting for some of you to hit the macro though. And Johnny kind of got there, but it was Louie who nailed it on the head. It's when you then take it to the next level and you actually go out of your way to say to her and you really hit her in the eyes with it. I just want to wish you a great life. She's never heard that from anyone. And not has she not only heard that from anyone, not, it's certainly not in this context because what did we say before? How did we get to this place? She's been on the back end of a lot of rubbish social dynamics. So none of those guys would have left her feeling this way. None of them would have left her with this sentiment. So not only is this guy, it would have definitely been enough to just say, hey, listen, that's okay. You have a boyfriend. I just want to say that, you know, I thought he looked great. And I wish mm, that's okay. I'll see you later. That's great. And if you guys can leave your interactions on a high note that way, that's great. But for me as a leader in the space, as a coach of this, as someone who has <clears throat> As someone who has a general care for the well being of the human beings of this world, who wants to make sure that that not only does this girl have a chance at correcting her mindset, because make no mistake, that's not going to happen on her own. She needs to be shown through repetition that no, this can be done well. Meeting a woman, random cold woman on the street in the day can be done well. She just hasn't been shown that. She's just been on the back end of a lot of rubbish. So not only is it upon me, I take the responsibility to show her that yes, it can be done well. But not just that, that, but moving beyond that, that I actually have a genuine care for you as a human being beyond the sexual intent. Which to Louis's point of leaving her of goodness, good vibes, she'll have better views next time. Yes, it's giving her a chance to repair so you've taken this ultra mindset of, now I'm, I am your guardian now. I, am, I have taken upon myself the responsibility to ensure that you can go forward and that whichever male you meet next, you don't label him with the same preconceptions that you labeled me with. Because there's not a lot of, there's not a, there's not a lot of guys that have the same level of experience as I do that are going to be able to stay in the pocket with you, steady the ship, that in the face of your extreme uh, saltiness, fire, toxicity, the extreme rudeness you hit me with. Because I just imagine in post, not in the moment, but in post, what if that was one of my clients? She would have crushed him. She would have crushed his self-esteem, crushed his confidence in that moment. And would have taken him a long time to repair. What if he was an absolute hard case of hard cases and he received her Right, that response from her. Now, I'm not blaming her. I'm not blaming her at all. She has good reason to act this way because of her past experiences. But, but I'm just thinking about the future play. You know, what if, I, what if it was a 19, 19 year old Adam would not have been able to stand up to her the way that I did? You know, I would, I would love to play for you, for you guys here, but it's just in the current state of society, I'm not going to do that. But maybe, maybe come over to my place. We'll put it up on the big screen. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking So, so, so (laughs) Uh, So, so So, all I'm saying here is that If you can leave an interaction that toxic And to Axel here We're talking about Axel, the guy in Canada How do I deal with girls that perceive you as toxic, rapey you know, just peer you away or forget because of their past experiences. As long as you are direct, congruent, authentic, which means you are straight with your intent, you are congruent with your external behaviors and you are aligned with your internal decision compass making in which that I'm doing what I feel is right. In that moment, I felt it was right to let her know that I care for you as a human being in general, right? And that's what I had to do. If you can do that, you will always be able to go up to a woman in the day and make sure she leaves with a positive experience as long as you can do that, all right? So many guys have watched that video, the the end of day game question mark video and seem to have completely missed point four at the end of the video. It's the last section of the video in which that I say that cold approach is still fine as long as you can be DCA. But so many guys have missed that part of it and just think it's all over. Clients of mine have come to me saying it's all over. I'm like, it's not, it's not all over, all right? You, you, as long as you you're acting on those principles, you will be fine. Okay. No matter what the preconception was of you coming in, now that doesn't mean that you're, in, of course, doesn't mean you're entitled to her flipping, right? For Axel saying because there's also a logistical part of Axel's uh, question, which is that he lives in a very small town and all the girls seem to have this perception. What's he going? What are you suggesting, Adam? He's going to go and convert every girl? If it's me, I'm saying fucking yes. That's a great challenge. That's a that's a that's a great season in the Pokemon journey right there. Journey to the Johto League right there. It turns out, hey, let me convert every girl. Let me show that this can be done well. But if you're an absolute beginner, if he's asking the question, I'm sure he's not that experienced. Uh, maybe he's not up for that challenge, but, but that shouldn't change who you are. shouldn't change the way of your being just because you're being met with a lot of our ice. And, uh, hey, the mindset is melted down. It's the mindset we have at night. It's the mindset when I'm coaching clients at night that off the bat – Girls... See, this is the difference between the day and the night. Well, actually, this is something I wanted to mention to you guys uh, when I was just getting into the session. I wanted to mention the difference between 2013 meeting women in the day versus 2020 meeting women in the day. 2013 meeting women in the day, or 2012. 2011, 2013, when I first began. 2011, really. But... uh, it would have been an absolute marvel to have seen a woman act or react in a salty, toxic, negative way to an approach in the day. It just never happened. Just never, ever saw it. Even with how poor your execution could have been in terms of your intent, your, your 50, your intent, eye contact, vocal projection, body language and vibe, it's all off, you were all learning. But you know it's so rare. It's so rare that anyone's ever been approached in the day and that as long as you're coming up with being direct at all, you know, girls just really going to appreciate that. And you're getting those breakdowns, getting those tears off the get. You know, that's what it was like back in the day. But in 2020, it's in the day, I would say now, I wouldn't be surprised if I went out and met 10 women in the street today, if two or three of them were salty off the bat, particularly in the leftist cities like Melbourne, uh, like Montreal, I've heard. Um, and sounds like this guy's city as well, particularly in Europe now as well, particularly in Europe, that percentage might even be higher. You might expect, it might even be flipping. It might even be six or seven out of 10 interactions you can expect a woman to have a very negative perception of what's happening here, especially with the BBC documentary. So, and uh, by the way, I'm I'm not in any way, shape or form saying that the BBC documentary was off. Like it was off in some ways in terms of that it was casting all dating instructors as evil men but, but there was good reason for why that documentary had to be made. There was some really shady companies doing some shady shit. So so do you see the change here? you see the change in terms of across, like, across time in which that is more, and you guys think of why, how did that happen? Well, it happened because poor instructors teaching poor people. I never blame the actual, unless, yeah, it's, for the most part, I never blame the student. I always blame the teacher i always blame the instructor oh, i look at the instructor i look at the coach and it's the same with children and parents you know children are untampered pure sources when they first come out of the womb and then then they are subject to a certain level of instruction from their parents and so it's very hard to blame a kid for being fat when it's that's the conditioning has been passed on through his parents in terms of not only physically the food has been given it doesn't It doesn't bring in the money. It doesn't control what it eats, but also the mentality around what we eat, et cetera. So so I also look at that in social dynamics that a lot of guys that are misled are often misled because of a source point, the particular coach, particular instructor pushing this particular ideal. And and anyway, so you see that in the day. And I was just reflecting on that the other day that it was so rare when I first started to get a poor perception off the bat. It's almost never happened. Almost never happened. But nowadays, it's actually like you need to have a heart. You need to be ready for that. And you need to be ready to steady the ship. Okay? Uh, versus in the night, and that's why I brought this up. In the night, it's always been that way. <laughs> in the night, it has always been the preconception that shields are up. You're in the, the old lingo, the bit shield. But basically, customs go up. Custom walls go up. Great Wall of China goes up. Uh, in the night, Absolutely. But that's always been the preconception. So if you're going out at night, like it's always been that way. It's quite interesting. Anyways, guys, so we're now done. We're done with this. I think we've summed this up. We're going to hit the open Q&A now, which means that you guys can uh, ask any questions off this topic, on this topic, whatever you want, on dating, social dynamics, relationships, whatever you want, anything in the world of human interaction. We've got some super chats though, and super chats get bumped to the top So there are some open Q&As I see there. uh, I think from Jay and whatnot. But open Q&A goes first. And the first one was Johnny Nguyen. So I'm going to hit him up first. But basically the super chat is just a donation that goes back to the channel. Helps to support everything that's going on. It's really appreciated. So, oh, actually one thing I didn't finish up there was that just just the final point I said on, is she cold by nature or is she just cold of you? Let me just tap that up because now it's kind of already done, but I'll summarize it. We'll tie a bow on that. You will know that she's. it's not just she's cold by nature if you get a minute, two minutes in and she's melted down, right? That you've actually been able to work with it through your ability to steady the ship, be DCA. But you know that it is her nature to be just cold and this is just who she is. If you get a minute, two minutes in and nothing has changed, what to do then? Adam, what to do when you are met with a girl who's just cold by nature, over time, you meet girls like this all the time, particularly in 2020, this is another difference between 2020 t- versus 2011 when I first started around that time, that, that girls in 2020 are far saltier off the get, like I meet a far more proportion of girls that are just not as happy and there's a great quote that I put in the bowl sip, my weekly email newsletter, sign up for free at bowldojo.com Bo- <laughs> at bowldojo.com uh, which, by the way, uh, <laughs> which is brought to you by. Uh, anyways, I put up with this great quote from Audrey Hepburn. Let me just get it for you guys. It's a great quote uh, on this line. Don't worry, trust me. It's, it is relevant. I won't spend too long on this, but we'll get it. Chill. Where is it? Am I in the? Am I even in the right? Fuck. It's going to take too long. It's better not take too long. It's because it's, it's deep in my emails. So, oh, here we go. Okay, got it. So, this is a great quote just on the happiness of girls uh, by Audrey Hepburn. <clears throat> I believe in being strong when everything seems to be going wrong. I believe that happy girls are the prettiest girls. I believe that tomorrow is another day, and I believe in miracles by Audrey Hepburn. Now, the part of the quote that I was referencing was the, I believe that happy girls are the prettiest girls. This is the thing I was talking about that it's so, to that direct point, it's so true. There is a, at my gym particularly, I go to a powerlifting gym. There's some girls in there, like there's a lot of fitness models. There's a lot of physique models in there and they look like they are sculpted. They are sculpted from marble, these girls. I just, everything is in the right proportion uh, so physically attractive, and they always wear the right clothing to show that off as well. However, there was this one girl that she couldn't have been any older than 18, and, you know, absolute specimen of genetics, of training as well, of course, but just so such a sexy body. And she was getting trained by one of the male trainers. And I was like in off to the side, but I could hear them being trained. And on an outward scale, she is just beyond 10. Like, she is just... This girl should be in movies type deal. But the moment she opened her mouth, she went from a 10 to a 0. She was complaining the entire session, like whining, arguing with her trainer uh, about just like, just like being just a little sook. And that's the way that the trainer described her as well. He actually said to her, like, listen, stop being a sook. She's being a sook. She's like, why do I have to do this? Or what... I can't hold the bar. <laughs> you know, my grip is loose and yang. Don't want to do it. And you're just this absolute suck. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, oh no. Nah. I was like, this isn't a woman. This isn't a woman. This is a baby. This is a baby. This is an underdeveloped, immature baby. And so despite how physically attractive she is, all of my attraction meters go, no, just no, just pass. Wipe left, right? Yeah, that's it. I don't want to borrow this. And so that's very interesting to the point of that quote. It reminded me of that quote uh, that the prettiest girls are the good looking girls, are the girls of good energy. Uh, and to Audrey's, they're the happiest girls. The being happy, good energy. Why did I bring this up? Oh, the, the difference between girls in 2013 or 2011 to 2020, which is that actually just, I'm not sure if it's just the COVID situation, but no, I've been noticing it before that, before COVID. That just in general, I'm finding that the the mental or the energetic state, the average, and you know, just comes from someone who go, who spends their time meeting people, it seems to be getting lower and lower. You know, it's, it's harder and harder to meet girls of good energy. I was talking to a girl on the phone the other day, and she was just, "Oh, this is perfect." Actually, I was talking with one of my mate's girlfriends on the phone. Uh, shout out to Rhoda! Shout out to Rhoda. <laughs> Funny because her name's actually Rhoda, but not. We're not just making a joke about Corona, but and she's like one of the happiest, happiest, good energy girls. Like in terms of just her natural standpoint, and just a pleasure to talk to. Right, just so so much, so much fun to talk to. But and then I spoke to this other girl, uh, who's not one of my mates' girlfriends. A couple, like a, a couple of days later, and she's so bitter, so charred. As like, when did women get so charred and bitter just in life? Not about sexual topics, but just in general. It's like when I was coming up in the social dynamics back in 2011, it was very... Girls just seemed to be happier. Women just seemed to be happy. I'm, anyways, this is food for thought. All I was talking about, the whole entire point was on, is she cold by nature or is she cold with you? What to do, Adam? What to do? どうしますか? どうするか? どうするか with a cold woman? Well, basically what... When, what we do when we're faced with a woman who we found over a minute to two minutes in an interaction is just cold by nature. It's not because of you. She's just not melting down. Right? She was an ice block. She was an ice queen off the get, right? Ice turtle queen off the get. And she's not melted down at all. Although the way that we do is that we have to force the issue. We have to push it to the light. If after a minute or two, now for those of you that are d- deep on my system that know how to run an interaction where they called human being, open, qualification, investment, close. It's very likely in this interaction, you can imagine if you visualize it, you got through the open. Intense there, she knows why you're there, context, great. All right. Now, you're at a certain stage of the interaction. For those of you that are really tapped into this session right now, and don't worry, we'll get we'll get to the super chats, we'll get there. I just want to see, do any of you do any of you know what stage of the interaction you have stalled at if you are met with a cold by nature woman? It's a very easy answer. Like it's a very easy question if you know open qualification investment close. But I want to see how many of you know. I don't know there's a few of you watching. If you are, you say you approach this girl on the street, we're in the street, open went down fine, but you, you're you a minute to two minutes in yet she's given you nothing. She's just an ice queen still. So this is no longer a reflection of her just being cold with you because no, you've been in the pocket, you've been direct, you're doing everything fine. But she's just cold by nature. We've isolated this now, Analyze this now. What stage of the interaction have we stalled at? Please, uh, please put it in there. Right, I want to see at least five of you. It's a one-word answer. It's a one-word answer. Dan Loading has come in with qualification. T is coming with investment for sure. Skier, Mr. Skimo has come in with qualification. I need two more of you. I want two more of you. I want at least five responses to this. At least five of you should know the answer to this question. What interact? What stage of the interaction have we stalled at? When we have now isolated? Oh, this is not Biden. This is not because of me now. This is her nature. This is her nature. Kakashi Huttergate comes in saying investment. So we've got a 50-50 split. We've got a 50-50 split up in here between qualification and investment. We need a tiebreaker. Uh, infinite paradox comes in saying authentic. That's actually not one of the stages. That's a principle, but that's not one of the stages. The stages are four. Open, qualification, investment, close. So, which, interac- which stage of the interaction have we stalled at? In which that we have... Ascertained, because the stalling ascertains. Okay, we've got the tiebreaker. Johnny Nguyen comes in saying qualification. Okay, my guys, you can keep dropping them in. We're going to keep rolling with the podcast here because we're fucking getting loose here. Uh, Oh, I trimmed. Tri- okay, we're getting we're getting a lot of investments coming up in here now. Uh, trimmed FTW then said investment. Infinite Paradox then said investment then. Okay, so now Louie comes in saying qualification, but she's not having fun, even though she should be enjoying your time. Okay, uh, Louie was the only one who added an explanation there. Uh, but she's not having fun, even though she should be enjoying her time. Okay, so I'm not entirely sure what you mean by that, but it's not even... It's okay, we'll move beyond that. So, to reframe right here. The stalling of the interaction is what indicates to us and at what point it stalls. That is what indicates to us whether she is cold by nature or just cold with us. If the interaction stalls in the first 10 seconds... Well, then it's quite damn sure that it's not her called by nature only. She could still be. But if it stalls at 10 seconds, which means that this, she, this is it. She just doesn't want to bother this off the get. For the most part, it's because of your 50. Right? It's because you fucked up something within the interaction. If it's, if it's stalling that quickly. Of course, there are always uh, you know, the, the random blue moons. But we're talking about 10 times out of 10 here. Generalities. However, if we get a minute to two minutes in, and that's the time frame I gave you, and it's stalled, which means that she's still cold. She hasn't, she hasn't melted down. We haven't gotten to real shit yet. We haven't gotten to a real connection of where we've gotten past this idea of us being random cold people, and now we're just in the floor, just asking normal questions, just getting to know each other, that type of deal. We haven't got to that stage yet because it is stalled the more stage of the interaction we're in. For any of you that said investment, you're 100% wrong. For any of you that said qualification, you're 100% correct. So now you but what? But why? but why? So because I just explained it there, there, there. We're a minute to two minutes in. Let me give you an example, a direct example I can literally see in my mind. I was, it was the last boot camp I was coaching. You guys know the road. I think it's, yeah, it's the road that QV goes down. You know, you got QV, Swanson Street, QV, and if you go down from QV slightly, there's the bridge, the sky bridge that connects Melbourne Central with whatever the other mall is. But you know that Sky Bridge. And it's quite large, and there's a huge crossing. And there's like a couple boba tees, and you know, there's the sliding doors and whatnot. So I had T <laughs> just came in saying, all ah, ah, right R. I P. Yeah, man. I'll see you in the next live. <laughs> okay. So so anyways, we're down there. Uh, we're there towards one of the end of the days with one of my clients. I stop a girl just where those sliding doors are, just where the sliding doors are, the, uh, just as you would go into that part of Melbourne Central. Okay, interaction's gone fine off the get. She receives the open. She's a little bit shy, a little, eh, little bit locked in her energy. But what I'm demonstrating for my clients specifically at this stage is uh, that the need and the necessity to get out of the way to stop, don't have your interactions in the middle of a busy walkway. So I immediately move her to the side of the wall, as we need to do. We bounce to the side of the wall. We get into the wall. We're in qualification now because we've gone past open. We're in the first stage and the, inter- second stage of the interaction, qualification. So what am I doing? I'm setting the dynamic of masculine to feminine polarity in which that I'm speaking my mind, and that I'm lighting her up, I'm creating a fire. I'm being joking, and being teasing, I'm think, feel, saying, vibing with her onto uh, myself building this interaction, not asking her to build the interaction. Principles of qualification. So we're there, but nothing's lighting. It's ice. It's ice the entire time. Yeah, you know, I throw out one qualification note. So, for example, I can't remember the interaction now. It's quite some time ago. But let's just say I can still see her uh, in her mind. I definitely she was a bit of a bookworm. Like you look like a bit of a bookworm. You're giving me this kind of strong anime vibe, right? And then, and I'm pretty sure that is is actually what I said. Now that I can actually see the vision in my mind, right? And but she would give me one word answers. She's stolen on it. One word answers. Now, if after three to five ignitions of qualification, nothing is going, well, you're now starting to get indications of that and making sure that you're on point with it. Now, this is, you've got to be, you have to get a confirmation. You even have to be very full circle yourself to be able to be aware of this in the moment, to know that it's not your 50. But if you're in the flow, you should have a good vibe for it as well. You know, towards the end of, an intera- end of a session, I should say, you might get an inkling from this because you've at least seen 10 other people and you know, like, am I nervous? Am I not nervous? Am I rushing it? Am I not rushing it? Am I sitting down on my vokes? Am I being relaxed in my body? Like, you get a vibe for it. So don't get complacent though. Don't be an absolute hard case thinking, oh, well, it's just her being cold by nature. It can still definitely be as a result of your 50 being off. But I'm chilling to the point where I'm leaning on the wall. I'm like, when I get met by girls who are ice turtle shells, who are ice by nature, cold by nature, this becomes a challenge to me now. Of like, how much is it going to take to melt you down? So I'm like, I'm fucking in. Let's go. So I'll lean on the wall. I'll lean on the wall and just light her up, light her up. Energy, positivity, love, joy, funny, killing it. Let's have a time here regardless of how much ice she is giving me. Just, you know, barely engaged in the interaction, barely coming back at it. Now, there is a limit to it, which is part of the dosuruna, as in what are we going to do here? So I said three to five. Depends on the girl, depends on the interaction. Generally speaking, no more than five ignitions though. If you get past five, and what is an ignition in terms of a clear statement of qualification in which that I think this about you. I feel this about you, I'm getting this vibe from you, etc. etc. You go five times with that and you get nothing. She bites on none of them. And making sure you're just not being an idiot about it, like you're not just saying things that are so unrelatable, like, oh yeah, I, I, I get the idea that you have been to Uzbekistan. You know, and not that that's anything wrong with that, but based on the girl in front of you, if you can tell this is just not relatable, my vision of the girl in mind, that would not have been relatable as long as you're present in the moment, making it relatable for her, if you don't get anything off five ignitions, well then the dosa de is that you have to call her what it is. We force the issue, we bring it to light. And this is what I do with all women. That after, and that's why I'm very generous with it. It's not after one, it's not after two, which is what most guys do. They give up after one or two ignitions. They have one or two rounds in the chamber and that's it. But after five, what I'll do is I take a deep breath and go, So you're still here and actually I'm talking to you guys now as if you are the girl. So you're still here, but you're giving me nothing. You're giving me nothing and I want to know why. I don't understand. Okay. Please tell me what you're not feeling about this. That's one way it comes out. Another way it might come out. Okay. So i just get the idea that you're not feeling this at all. Like you're not feeling this at all. Is there any particular reason why? That's one way it sometimes comes out. Another way it comes out is, okay, so I just get the idea that we don't really connect with each other. Are you feeling that as well? Is that, is that what's going on here? What's the principle of happening? What's the principle? For those of you up in the chat, what am I doing? What's going on? When I say to a girl, after five wet ignitions, no spark was had, and I literally just called it up for her. What am I doing for her then? What's, what is that likely to lead to? Drop it in the chat. And don't worry, guys. We've got, we've got time today. We've got time, so we'll take as long as we need to with the class sesh, and then we'll de- we'll definitely get the super the super chats. Don't you worry. What are you doing for a woman, though? When clearly she's cold by nature, you've done everything you could to melt her down. She's not melting, which means there's nothing going, okay? No flame. And if I say to her, are we just? Am I getting it right here? I just feel like we're not connecting here. That's one way. Hey, listen, I feel like there's. Uh, I feel like you're. You're just not giving me anything. Is there a particular reason why? Okay, okay, we've got a few answers up in here. Uh, Mr. Kakashi comes in saying, "Putting the ball back into her court?" Question uh, mark. Kakashi. Uh, then Mr. Skimo comes in saying, "I don't. I don't know if it's the answer, but it shows you're aware and present." and able to sense how she's feeling. That's definitely not the answer, but that's definitely what's happening. So you're correct on that sense, Mr. Skimo. Uh, Eric then comes in saying, wet ignition, <laughs> <laughs> emotional spike, which might light the fire. Uh, not quite. Not quite. You're a bit off with that one. T then comes in saying, showing your social sadness, empathy, reduced pressure. You're on the same line as Skimo. T, you're on the same line as Ski, which is that you've both said what's happening. You're not saying the really the principle of what, and more specifically, not just the principle, that would be good as well, but what it's going to then force like what it's going to do. What does it do for her? The uh, dosuru na. Johnny-san comes in saying, it's still a qualifying statement, but it's so obviously true that she can't not bite. So Johnny is closer with a the, ha-ha, there is the world the end. I forgot that. Uh, Johnny is closer. He's closer because he's tapped onto what it then opens it to do. What, what then could then happen. So one of you, I think it was Kakashi said, it puts the ball back into her court with a question mark. So Kakashi and Johnny are closest. Because uh, you're discussing and you're, ta- you're tap dancing around the idea of when I say to a girl after five wet ignitions that, listen, I should call it what it is. We're just not connecting, are we? Am I getting that right? we just not, you're not feeling this. I feel like you're not really feeling this. I say that to a girl. And so what I did actually say to that girl on the, when, in that one interaction with my client, I had to call straight up and I say, listen, I feel like you're not really enjoying this. I remember seeing her. I can see her right now. I can see the situation. I, say, I feel like you're not enjoying this. Uh, is there any particular reason why? It's very very socially savvy because of a couple of different principles I'll explain in the back end. But for for those of you that explained, that said awareness, presence, social savviness, you're all right. That's what's happening. That's not what I'm interested in though. You're all correct though. What I'm interested in is what it then allows her to do. What it then, how it progresses the interaction. Because I wouldn't say anything. We will never do or say anything that does not have a clear purpose in an interaction. At no stage in your cold interaction with a ice queen, with a firebird, doesn't matter what type of girl or woman she is, everything you do has purpose. Your open has purpose. Qualification has purpose. Investment has purpose. The close has purpose. There is no fapping about. There is at no stage that you just be flopping your wang about. It, just going, what am I doing? It's at no stage is that ever gonna happen. You should always be hundred percent aware. Even to the point where you become subconscious about that. But then that's just your subconscious training that I'm always on point. I'm never, I'm never resting. You never rest. There will be time to rest. That is known as the day two. But when you are igniting an interaction, it is a hundred percent on point. Fuck yes. Okay. Getting excited here. Oh <laughs> getting excited. Totamasuke. Uh uh yep buddy, yep buddy. We got a few more responses up in here going. Did Eric then came in saying, "Ah, oh, it leads to qualification." No, not quite, not quite right off the ball on that one. For those of you, someone else said that as well. For someone, whoever said, someone else had said it leads to qualification. Eh, well, you're right in the sense of that's what's going to be. The, yes, you'll stay in qualification. It will lead to another qualification. That's not why we're doing it. That's not what it really is going to happen on from there though. So you guys are a bit off with that if you're thinking that. Um, T then came in saying, forces her hand to engage or bail. Much closer. Much closer. We're getting Forces her hand to engage uh, or bail. It's true. That, that That's true. There is something else though as to what I say to her. Listen, I feel like you're just not enjoying this right now. Is there any particular reason why? You, for those of you that have tapped onto, you've you've now, you're in the room. You're in the room. If You've you've, 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 you've opened the right door, at least, with saying that, okay, it's going to at least make her engage because she's not engaging at all. Or it's going to force her to peace out, which is great as well because we don't want to waste time with someone who doesn't want to be there. Good. There is something within the room, though. St. Louis then came in saying, you're being direct of her leading. It's true. Trim F.T.W. then says, I agree with that T. It's like an ultimatum for you to see where she is. By the way, did I skip a whole bunch of? Yeah. By the way, guys, I do I do realize there was other super chats dropped and some other questions dropped around that time. So don't worry, we'll get back to that. We're just on we're on the line here. Uh, and then a Louis, uh, so yeah, Trim FTW said agree with that. T. It's like an ultimatum for you to see where she is. It's good. Yes, good. Uh, Say Louis then came in saying allows her to open up and be emotional with you. So her icy walls get broken down and she can be more real. And w- Whoa, here we go. Here we go. And she can be more real and warm with you, Adam. Very formal, Louis. Okay. Uh, change- We're all bros here. Relax. Uh, changing her vibe completely. 180 turn in your convo. So Louis hit the key word. Louis hit the key word. and unloading Mr. Eric came in saying, third time's a charm she might have something in her 50 and this allows a reset. Okay, so if we can put together Louise and Eric as if Louis and Eric are in the second row of English class and they're mates next to each other trying to fucking work this thing out and they both came together with a half-baked answer, but they're both half-baked answers come together to make one full answer. Well done, lads. I'm sure you guys aren't in the same room. So <laughs> it's just great how it works out like that. So when Louis said that allows her to open up, be a more emotional view. That's great. It's correct, but not specifically. But then when he says, so her icy walls get broken down and she can be more real. She can be more real is the fifth, the part of what Louis said. That is what I'm really trying to tap onto here. But it's not quite all of it. So yes, it gives her an opportunity to be more real. It's the real word. But then Eric, if you combine Eric's part of the answer with that, that gives you a full answer. In which that Eric then says, third time's a charm, ha ha She might have something in her 50. And this allows a reset. So you put Louise together, it allows her to be real. And then just tag on Eric's. She might have something in her 50, and this allows a reset. It allows her to be real, because she might have something in her 50 that is stopping her from melting down. Yeah! Now, I, w- I know it wasn't a full answer from any one of you, but if we put it together, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. So let's wrap. Let's rewind here. We're stalling at a minute or two. Open's been fine. She received the direct intent, which means that she knows why we're here. There's no fapping about. She could have left at any time. If she wasn't down for this, she can leave at any time. I'm not keeping her here. But she still is here. She still is here. Yet she's giving me nothing. So I'm not just going to beat a horde, a dead horse. I am not going to beat the dead horse. I'm not just going to keep firing out qualification, uh, regardless of her not receiving it. Like there's a, re- if I'm being present and I'm on point, my 50s there. Five ignitions are more than enough. More than enough. You know, you should hit on number one. most of the time if you're on point and you got a girl who's uh, her 50s there as well. One and done for a lot of the time. So we're there with five and she's still not hitting on it. Well, then the reason why I say to her is that, listen, deep breath. I feel like you're not enjoying this. Is there any particular reason why? I remember saying to that girl, right? You just just don't seem to be feeling it, right? So all of you that said, okay, it forces the issue. It puts it on her to now engage or bail. You're correct, that, that's definitely what could happen, going to happen. However, what it more so does for us, and does for her, is that it gives her the chance to let you know about something in her 50 that you don't know about. AKA, a logistical, emotional, romantic reason, the LER, as to why she cannot melt down. Very few women are so cold by nature that they are just... I've met one of them though. I <laughs> think about one of them. Notice the uh, the uh, the toxic Russian. There's very few of them that I've met that are just such dark people that absent of a logistical, emotional, or romantic reason for why they can't or won't get into this interaction with you, and they're just just dark people. It's very rare. But what is very common is that you'll meet a girl who is not confident enough. To tell you straight up, this is why I'm not engaging, and is not confident enough to tell you to say, actually, I wanna go, I'm gonna go, I wanna go, right? Because she's just not gonna say it. She's not gonna say it. She would rather you blow yourself out than her give you that impetus. This is so common, especially with Asian girls, especially with girls that are much shyer and meeker, that they would rather just kind of go, mm hmm, mm hmm. Oh. Oh. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social QA Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget that guided meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released. Now available at Boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one on one Skype coaching, all at Boldojo.com. Donate anything to you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast. Yeah, donation link, all of that's tremendously appreciated. And I'd also love your feedback on this session. Whether you want to, actually I'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual YouTube videos itself. If you go into YouTube, drop your comments there. That's probably the best way, it really just helps support the channel. And I always, uh, I actually source the next episodes of Social Q&A from the previous episodes of Q&A. I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there. So if you've got a suggestion for a future social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here, and that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy.